We're in. Yeah, it always has been a little sensitive. It's got to lock in now. Yeah, that's right. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Yeah, I did a golf outing yesterday. I was like, come on, guys. got to lock in. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you play? Uh, the Arrowhead. You ever play Arrowhead? I have not. In Where is Douglasville? that? Douglasville. Douglasville. Yeah. Okay. It was a good time. Is like... that a public course or a private course? Well, it's public. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's it's called Arrowhead because when they were making the the course back in like the 40s or whatever the fuck, you know, they were you know, digging up arrowheads. They were there. literally digging up arrowheads. Nice. They, you know, a- after we kicked out the Indians. They took all their arrowheads. Um, so there you go. They called it Eric. Arrowhead. Yes. You need to be politically correct. They're Native Americans. Oh, I'm sorry. We're not allowed to say Indians anymore? I'm going to get canceled. Let me tell you what. Uh, speaking of Indians, you know, because we talked last week that the commanders, right? Yes. So, but you know that the, the Indians, the Cleveland Indians are gone too now. Yeah, I know. The well, Guardians. The, the Guardians. But they got the I-A-N-S in it though, so they're good. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Tate? How you doing, brother? Yo, what's up? So, what's up, so like, but, but, but I, dude, I want an old Chief Wahoo hat. Like, I want the old Indians hat. I love that, that, that old symbol, you know, like from Major League, that yeah, Indians hat. Yeah, and that is sick. And Cleveland, yeah, the Cleveland, yeah. Yeah, I want, I want one of them. I'm a, I, I wonder how, like, the Cleveland people feel about that. I mean, personally. I know if they changed, like, the Phillies because it was offensive to something else, I think I'd be pissed. Me too. I'm like, well, how are you going to just change your fucking name over here, dude? Yeah, I, I wouldn't like it. I'll I tell would. you that right now. I would not like it at all. Did I share that? I think I shared it. Share now. All right, it's posting, bud. Whoops. Yeah, yeah, I called you. Yeah, I bud you, huh? You give me the bud. Yeah, so, they, you know, Buha and I had a whole podcast. Not a whole podcast, but a whole big segment about, like, yeah. you know, the terms. So, before we get actually started, I'll, I'll tell it. So, I was texting Eric, and he hits me with the, what, something, what did you say? You were like... Yeah, I mean, you're like, you're awake? I'm like, bud, I'm awake. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I'm up, bud. And yeah. I'm... <laughs> He's like, you know, you're like, you were alive? I'm like, yeah, bud. 1230 is good. I'll be over at 1230. And I was like, I was like, don't bud me, bud. Yeah, I was like, all right. And I said, LOL. See you. Yeah, I, I think I created the bud thing, though. The bud thing is, well, I mean, Buha, we, when we had the discussion on here, we agree, like, bud is not a term of endearment no like, it's not <laughs> bud could mean anything bud could say you know f you yeah it, it, the biggest insult bud is it that's what i do if i if i want to call a guy an asshole <laughs> i'm like all right bud. all right bud yeah listen and, bud i said years back like it was like my first couple years at my job and like my foreman would always bud me so i so he kind of pushed it on me and i brought it to the boys and so you brought back you really got aggressive on the bud so i created the bud about <laughs> eight years ago <laughs> So that's how I created it. That is a good one. It is. All right. So let's get it fired what up. What am I looking at? Start it up. This is a different song. You ever hear this song? What is up, everybody? What is up? We're back. We're back. Swag's here with Earl. Another From the Hill podcast coming at you live via Facebook. And Spotify. Don't forget, Earl's super excited. I told him last podcast that every that the newest one would be on Spotify, but it actually loaded all of our yeah, podcasts from 
present and previous in through the RSS feed into Spotify. Now, did you like write in all that stuff? Like it says, like this is what we're talking about. You I know? do it on every podcast, Eric. Yeah, yeah. So it got in there, and I'm like, I went back and listened to the like right after we won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just wanted to go back because I was like, the best time of my life is when Eagles won the Super Bowl, and so I listened to it. Yeah. So, so I part of what my spiel used to be at the beginning is, you know, don't forget everybody, all the From the Hill podcasts will be live on YouTube, the iTunes podcast application, and Spotify. And in case you don't have a full hour to listen to the podcast. I timestamp all of everything that we talk about in the description of the video so you can skip forward to whatever you want to hear. A lot of content in there. A lot of content. You know, good stuff. A lot of content. Don't miss out. That's right. Hey, what's up, Josh? What's up, bud? (laughs) (laughs) Hit him with the bud. Hit him with the bud. How do you like that hat, Josh? Dude, the hats are just... I I have his hat in my car. I just got to give it to him. Dude, I gave you a hat like like 10 days ago. I haven't seen him yet. Dude, it's in the car, you know. Sorry, Josh. I did get him the candle though. About five months later. Thank God for that. So Pagano got a candle uh, as a Christmas present, December. <laughs> I got it to him like two weeks ago. Thank God for he, that. He got it though eventually. Well, please make sure he gets his hat and inside of another five months, please. He'll get it when I see him next. It's in the car, just roasting. So yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, so but everybody else who wants a hat, if you didn't get your hat yet, make sure you hit me up. Hit Eric up. Hit Nick up. We'll take care of you. Also, one thing I wanted to remind everybody, I've been saying it, but keep in mind, I know not everybody likes the snapback hat. I do have both of the original FlexFit hats, both the white front and the all black with the FTH symbol, and I have them available right now currently, both colors, small, medium FlexFit or large XL FlexFit. So if you want a hat and you don't want the snapback style, Still got the old FTHs. Just let us know. We can hook you up. Yeah, and I heard what? You're making some T-shirts too now, huh? Well, I mean, I, ha- I still have still the T-shirts. Have t- yeah, that's a nice T-shirt. You weren't wearing it. I just look, I, have I both, thought you were wearing it. I have one. both T's right here. Yeah. I wore the black one last week and the white one. Do you have any T's? I don't have any I'll tees. give you some T's before you leave. All right. If you guys want T's, let me, hit me up. By the way, I'll, I'll do this. I'm going to do this special right now. If you purchase a hat, the hats are 20 no matter what hat it is, right? Yeah. If you purchase a hat and you send me... Via, I don't care, DM, text message, doesn't matter. You send me a picture that you're subscribed on YouTube, I will throw in a free t-shirt. That's a good deal right there, How about man. that? You ever hear a better deal than that? I don't know. That's a good <laughs> deal, man. You know, you subscribe, you get a free t-shirt. Yeah, look, Josh said, bro, don't let his hat fade in the car, bud. Nah, it's fine. It's, it's underneath, like, all the clothes in there. <laughs> don't be letting the hat, the hat the fade. And he hits you with the bud. It is a scorcher out there, though. It's, what a beautiful yeah, day. It's nice out today. I'll tell you what. I slept a Wawa. Madness. Yeah, oh, yeah. Madness. Always. Uh, you know, still all the gas pumps are getting used up. Five bucks a gallon. Got to love it. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. So I had a quick story before we got started of uh, something that happened to me last weekend. So last Saturday, minding my own business. Yeah. I'm up in the morning doing some stuff, right? Here's crash outside. Oh, I don't really pay attention to it too much. You know, right? you're, you're too, I'm too doing, busy. yeah, I'm doing stuff. I get a text from one of my neighbors. No way. They say, "Hey, Jack, I'm not trying to like creep on you or anything, but uh, I think a gutter just fell off the side of your house." Oh no way! It was your house. It was my house. Oh man! So I walk out the side. One of my other neighbors is down already. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> so you know how on the side of your house or or a house you have a plumbing stack, right? That helps vent so you can like flush your toilet and so water drains sure, and yeah. stuff, right? My plumbing stack fell. It was as high as my house. Now, my house, what caused that? Like the, like the rain or the wind? Probably both. It's pretty windy up here on the hill. You had a loose bolt in there or something? Yeah, okay, pretty windy so up here fell. on the hill. So it fell. But you know what it fell on? 
Uh, uh, your car? Yeah, that's right. There it fell go. and smacked the hood of my BMW M3. Oh, no way. My carbon not fiber the, hood. Not the Beamer. White pipe, white PVC pipe mark all on the carbon fiber hood oh, of my BMW M3. Is, is it totaled? No. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, I have a carbon fiber hood because it's like carbon fiber doesn't bend like metal, so it kind of gave. But it, it left some white indentations. Now, I got most of it out with some yeah. rubbing compound. But I got to do a little more work because, like, I see it. If you looked, you may not see the three marks that are left, but, like, I see them. You know what All I mean? Right, well, it's manageable. Right? I got lucky. You got lucky? Thing landed smack on well, the At least it break a window, right? I oh, almost, good. well, I said at the time, I almost rather it would have just, like, cracked the windshield or something because that I just have replaced. Yeah. Like, the hood, if I have to replace the hood, it's going to be way more expensive. Yeah, well, I mean, shit happens, just like Forrest Gump said before. <laughs> You know? Shit does, in it fact, does happen. happen. You know, you guys got to be careful out there. Man, you're not wrong. You know, I mean, it's crazy times right now, and, uh, you know, we're managing, you know. I needed that like I needed a hole in my head, Earl. You needed that? Like that gutter falling like, off your yeah, house? Like I need a hole I always in wondered, my head. like, where you parked at, because I never, like, see your yeah, car. Yeah, I was on the side. Yeah, I was, like, I was walking up. I'm like, where does this guy park at? Yeah, I got so, the truck and the car right I didn't the see the gutter on the ground, so. No, I, I put was, it back up. You put it back up yourself. Oh, I boy. Yeah, you know. He's a homeowner. He knows, <laughs> what, he knows what he's doing. All right, so let's get into some content. Now, right, where, where we wanted to start, so last week I told you guys I would do some homework, right, from oh, the yeah, last the podcast Sixers, yep. to talk about the Sixers and their records pre-James Harden and post-James Harden. So I did. So you ready for these numbers, Earl? Good work by you. Thank you. So the Philadelphia 76ers pre-trade were 32 and 22. 32 and 22. Okay. Fifth in the East. Okay. Now, if you remember, going into the trade deadline, they were kind of on a slide because they yeah. were in first for, for a couple weeks. Yeah, and then, then they slid a little bit. Uh -huh. So, but that's still, you know, a respectable record. It's 592, right? Yeah, that's good. And... So then they make the trade. Now, the Sixers went 19-9 and post-trade so with James Harden. They did a little Significantly better. Significantly better. That's so they good. ended up finishing the season at 51-31. and 31. That was tied with the Celtics and the Bucs. They all had the same record. Yeah. But the Sixers ended up finishing fourth through tiebreakers. But regardless, the numbers say they did do much better with James they Harden. They did better. They and, did better. And Tyrese Maxey was saying, I was listening to the radio or something, and he's like, dude, he's like, I played a lot better when we got James Harden. He did. And and that's actually something that shouldn't be glossed over when we talk about Harden and what he brought to the team. Yeah. Because if you we, we we were joking about this when Maxie started doing it, but Harden taught him to step back. Yeah, yeah for sure. He, he's he's a wily veteran over there, so sure, he's got some, some teachings. And he's kind of opening up the floor for Maxie, right? Like, Maxie really flourished as Harden got here. Yeah, I mean... Maxie definitely. I think he's going to make some big money in the future years, and I. Oh, I don't yeah. know. And, uh, and 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 now we got the Nets' first round first round pick. We do. We do. We did, we did get that. So that's breaking news. Yeah. So like that's not bad. So yeah. So Maxie's playing good, and uh, Harden's. So what? We're keeping Harden for next year. Well, at right? this no? well at this point, it's up to him, right? Because yeah. he can decide, like we talked about last week. If he, he wants to, nowhere, right. you know, I he saw him down to Delilah's. He was loving it down there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he, Don't be he, starting rumors that you were down to Delilah's and saw James Harden. I, I heard rumors. <laughs> I didn't see him, but I heard rumors that he was at Delilah's. He likes to strip clubs around here. Not as good as Houston, but not you personally, though, right? A not guy. me personally. A I, guy. I, you know, I only go to the. Uh, no, you got to. Let's not spread any rumors. <laughs> You're going to get yourself in trouble now. Be careful. I know. i got to watch myself. That's right. But, yeah, he likes it around here. Like, like he, he likes the fans. He likes to 
competitiveness. I, I too would be shocked. I would think I'm, I'm putting words in his mouth, but it sounds good. It does sound good. I mean, personally, like all, all kidding aside, right? We're messing around because we know James likes the cause, but no, I'm all, not. Uh, <laughs> 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 all seriousness, yeah. I can't see him not exercising his option, right? Like I think he will exercise his option. It's a lot of money. Where does he want to go? Well, that's the thing. If if he doesn't, then he can't get a supermax. So I definitely see him exercising his option and being here next year. I think beyond next year will be the question, but I definitely think he'll be back next year. He should go to the Nets. What do you think? You think they'll accept yeah, him, him back? Yeah, Kyrie can start fist fighting. Yeah, again. and you got Benny. Yeah, and old Benny boy. They'll start uh, arguing about who's going to be the point guard. That'll be an in- that would be an interesting team. Nah, he ain't going to the Nets, but uh, I don't know. I mean, he fits well in the Sixers as long as we keep him. Yeah, I mean, if he if he comes back healthy, Joe comes back healthy. I like the Sixers. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be, you know, they'll probably lose in the second round once again this year. You know? <laughs> well, at the end of the day, I right? Mean, they've done it five years in a row. Right. Is it, it five years? Am I kind of right? Uh, I think it's four. Four. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next year will be five. Next year will be five. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, again, at the end of the day, right? Like, they did play better with Harden, but again, yeah. like we talked about, second round exit uh, again. And it's going to happen next year again. <laughs> I, that's my prediction. I hope it's not true. Believe me. I want Joel and B to get a championship. If he gets a championship, he's the best, I, I guess, in the past 30 years besides Al what? Iverson. Well, I was going to say like Irving. Or Dr. J. Dr. Yeah. J and Moses Malone. I mean, because they're the last one that won a championship. Certainly. You know, we want to see a Broad Street parade with the Sixers. We sure do. And I was always thinking, you know, imagine a parade. There's only 10 guys on the team and like millions of fans come out there for 10 guys. Well, yeah, you got, you got the owners. There's actually 12. 12, whatever, and, you know. You know I mean. And then you got like. You got a bunch of coaches though. You have like seven yeah. coaches, right? Yeah, I saw like thirty people on the, but the we're team. But we're we're used to watching NFL and Major League Baseball parades, right? Yeah, Where you got big rosters. Yeah, and of the guys. whole football team. Yeah, you got like five buses right. full of guys. It's one bus for basketball. It's team. one bus, yeah, maybe one, two. One bus stop or one bus per guy. One big bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just line them up. Joe and B gets his own bus. Joe definitely gets his own. Yeah, for sure. And Harden definitely gets his own. Oh, he would. Yeah, I right. Mean, I, I just always just think of that. Like imagine, I just like imagined it. Like the Sixers won, it's just like it's like two buses. I know it would be, but fantastic. you know, but it would be a good day. It would be that. a great day, you know. So speaking of Joe, <clears throat> something else I wanted to add on to our conversation from last week. Now, I have to take half a step back and I have to apologize a little bit. All right, go ahead. Personally, I usually stay very like impartial and I don't let my Philly show. But last week I did, and I owe Nikolai Jokic. An apology, because I was very, very harsh against I him. I told you he has some crazy numbers. He, he I, I, I want to make clear. I don't mean to take anything away from Jokic. What he did, he's an outstanding player, and he is deserving of all accolades that he has received. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> that being said, that being said, I still do believe that Joel Embiid was the MVP, should have won the MVP, and and I, as I said last podcast several voters came out after the fact saying they wish they voted for Joe. But I was very harsh in my, you know, I made some yeah. obscene gestures and I kind of poo-pooed Jokic, right? And I didn't mean to do that. So I just wanted to be clear. All right, well, I'll go back to my statement. They should have a Western Conference and an Eastern Conference MVP. I do like that. Why not? I mean, what's so hard about that? Jokic would have had a... Jokic would have been the guy, and Joel Embiid would have had a trophy. You know, in today's society, everyone's got to get trophies, so we should do that. I mean, to be I honest, put the vote in for it. when you brought that up last pod, I was, like, on the fence about it. But now having time to think about it, I'm on your side. I agree. Well, I mean, think about it. Uh, Bryce Harper would have got a National League MVP. Absolutely not. Oh, Shohei Otani was yeah, the best player in baseball outright. this year. Yes, 100%. So that's just, like, my thing. But, I mean, that's how the NBA works. They have one big award. Right. 
And then you got defensive six man, but so let's let's talk about some other awards because okay. one thing I wanted to add on, all NBA teams were released this week. Okay, was Joe? Oh, Joe was definitely on it. Well, Joe was on a team. Do you know what team Joel was on? Don't call all defensive. Uh no. For I'm talking just all NBA team. Oh, I don't you know. First team, second team, and third team. I don't know. You got to educate me. Joe made the second team. Really? You know who's on the first team? Jokic? Jokic. Well, I mean, the centers. I mean, that makes sense. Does it, though? I mean, so Joe well, just, is Joe going to be the power forward? Joe just got the full shaft. Yeah, he did. I mean, he could be a power forward. I mean, he can shoot threes. I, so, mean, I don't know. Let I me mean, run, Let me run this by you. He should be on the first team. I, I looked at... What, are you going to have a center A and B? Well, I mean, Joe could play the four. Sure, right? but he's not, a, he's not a power forward. No, he's a center. He's a center. Well, let me... All right, so let me run these by you, and I have a question for you. I, I thought this was very interesting because you know who else didn't make the first team? Uh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, you're right. Wow, he, look at that one. He's on the second team. And you know who else? Uh, James Harden. I'll give you a hint. He's in the finals right now. Jason Tatum. No. He's Steph on Curry? The, Steph Curry is on the second really? team. So let me – here, let me, let me give you these teams, and then I got a question for you. So the first team, the Luka Doncic was unanimous, got the most votes, yeah. obviously, right? Okay. Like So Luka's one of your guards. Devin Booker got was, the other guard. I was spot. thinking about him. Devin Booker. Devin Booker got the other guard. You know why spot. he's on there? Because he's dating Kendall Jenner. How about that? I think so. <laughs> you know that guy's doing bounds and leaps with his life. So, so Devin Booker got the... real quick. I did see a video of Kendall Jenner putting gas in her car all by herself. Is that right? Yeah. Good for her. She was looking good too. Oh yeah. Nice little you, skinny broad there. You Kendall. Oh, I'm gonna get in trouble with that. I take it back. But no. I was surprised she was getting her hands I'll, dirty. I'll, oh, like everyone was taking pictures of her. She was just. Doing her thing. I'll edit that out. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> it's good content. <laughs> so, so Devin Booker's your other guard. Okay. Giannis obviously is one of your forwards, right? Yeah. That's a given. The other forwards, Jason Tatum. And the, so, who's the four? Did you say that? Probably Giannis. You put Giannis at the four, right? Because Tatum, yeah, sure. Tatum will play three. Giannis is, for sure. Giannis is your four, and then Jokic is your five. Yeah. So okay. that's your All NBA first team. All right. Check this out. All yeah. NBA second team. You got Steph. Mm-hmm. John Morant at the two. Oh, he's a beast. Right? Now, this is the only thing that is a little... Questionable? T- DeMar DeRozan got the three. Where's he at? The Spurs? The Bulls. The Bulls. There you go. He had a great year. Right, well, he yeah. had a great year, but... He's still a good player, for he, sure. That was a huge... That was a comeuppance for him to like come back and get the second no team. No Jason Tatum or Al, Tatum's Al on the, Tatum's on the, the first team. Oh, you said that. Yeah, Tatum's oh. on the first team. Well, that's good. Kevin Durant at the four... On the second right. team. Yeah, he's a beast. And then Joel Embiid at the center. I'll tell you what. I might take the second team over the first. God, you beat me to it. I like the second team to beat the first team I knew team we were game. going with this. I, I, I like the second team to beat the first team in a game. Yeah, I mean, they got Steph Curry, man. He, they got Steph. They got Kevin Durant. I mean, he looked amazing. They got Ja one. and Joe. Yeah. The only real questionable spot is DeMar, right? But yeah. then when you go to the first team, now Luka's a problem. Of course. Luca's Luca's a problem. Why? Because he needs the ball in his hands? No, or? I mean he's a problem in terms of like he's oh, so yeah. fucking good. Yeah, he's so good. He's so sure. good. So like he's a problem. But Devin Booker is like streaky. Not yeah. that he's not a great player and have a great year, but he's streaky. Giannis, right? It, him and Kevin Durant are an interesting matchup to go back and forth. Yeah, they would have a good matchup. And then you got Tatum and De- DeRozan. Like you probably favor Tatum there, but I like Joe to be hungry in this game. Oh, I just like to go Ste- after Joe. I just like Steph Curry on the second. And you got Steph. Yeah, I like Steph. You got I Steph. Mean, he's the best shooter ever. Ever. He's he has to be facts. So we're know? both we're both taking the second team, huh? 
should I change my opinion on no, this? No, I don't. I don't want to argument point. I don't want to bias you. I put the teams out there, but I would I take the second if, team. Yeah, so would I. Like yeah. I said, I, I'm, I'm, I like I like Joel and I like Steph, and and they have Kevin Durant, which is really good. Right. So I mean, D- reuniting Kev and Steph from the Golden State days. Now, do you think he is regretting not being on the Golden State? <sighs> that's a you know what? That's a great question because I don't know. He obviously went to Brooklyn because he wants to be the guy, right? He wants to cement his legacy now that he got two with Steph and the boys and get it by himself. Yeah. But, like, it, it seems to happen with all these great, like, duos and dynasties. Imagine if he stayed. Like, Yeah, well, you know, what's better than two? Three championships. Right. I don't know. He definitely would have – I mean, the uh, – Golden State lost game one, but, I mean, would they lose with Kevin Durant That's what there? I'm saying. I mean, Wiggins shit the bed, kind of, you know. He didn't really do much. Steph Curry carried. Yeah. And Clay Thompson can only but stand if, up and shoot. if Durant is on that team now, are they losing to Boston? Oh, no. No way. No way. No way. Yo, Ron, thanks for hopping on the yeah, live feed, for... buddy. Appreciate it. I know I know you're on the night shift, so I appreciate you hopping in, brother. Yeah, good shit. So. Now, I was thinking, maybe we should do the podcast outside and fucking scorch you out there. You know, so that's funny I'll that you joking. say that. Wow. That we did. So, it was probably two or three Memorial Days ago. We did it on my back deck. No way. That was interesting. Big regret? No, it was, it was good. The problem is. Like, when you're outside, the lighting was yeah, really bad, so I had sure. the camera is, like, not great, but the audio came out fine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it well, was, maybe we'll paint this green, and then we'll have, like, a nice... Make it look back. like the outside. Maybe we'll make it look like we are outside. <laughs> so, anyway, Earl's already moving to where I was moving, to the NBA Finals, right? As both of us predicted, it's the Celtics and the Warriors. I mean, the what? Heat battled Boston it to was, Game 7. It was... Yeah. It was a good series, but Boston came out on top. Uh-huh. Well, I know for sure this is going six or seven. I agree. You know, just how the Celtics have been winning. I mean, they've won the past two series, game seven, right? Yes. 4-3, four, 4-3. Three, four, three. Can I ask you something about the Celtics? Don't, okay. Do, do I they, watched the game, too. Don't, don't they play better than they seem, Is that if that makes sense? You know, I, I think the word is with them, they, they play clutch a little bit. They're that's not, that's a good descriptor. At yes. least I, at least what I saw in you know the first game, I'm like, dude, these guys are just turning it on at the right time. Yeah, plus I could you know who's clutch? Al Horford. Al man. Horford, that man. guy had a hell of a fourth quarter. Dude, he just fits that team. We talked about it last podcast. He just fits that team. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, Al Horford had some. Big, I mean, he went like six for six or six for seven. Unreal. In the fourth, they had a 14-0. You know, uh, run to come back. Yeah, and, and they end up beating them up, and it was and, and the Golden State was winning the whole game. They were win- well, they were they were right. winning the whole game at half. They were only up like two or three, and then they really went on a run in the third quarter. They got it to double digits, yeah. but then Boston just made that run. Now, this is an interesting series. I can't remember a series that's been so split because Vegas and the odds makers they like the Warriors, like they're making the Warriors wow. the favorites for the series, yeah. right? But the media. And analytics guys like the Celtics. Yeah, well, guess who I took game one? You take Boston? I took Boston How plus the points. That? Look I at mean, you. I put a big $7 on it. And not only did you get the points, you got it outright. It was outright. I, well, I was at the bar, you know, at the softball or whatever, and all the guys were like, oh, go to state, go to state, go to state. And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing the opposite. Someone's going to win here. And guess what? I won. <laughs> they lost all the money, and I won $7. Dude, I, and I'm telling you, every time I bet small, I always win. Well, of course. Every time I bet big, it's just like, yeah, it just sucks. <laughs> Even in casino, like I do the casino blackjack, I'll do one dollar hands, and I'll like be up five dollars. Yeah, blackjack. Yeah, 
blackjack, and every time I bet like twenty dollar hand, you put, boom, done, dealer, done, done. You put twenty down, dealer shows an ace up. Yeah, and I'm like every time I bet dollar hands, I'm I'm always up. I don't know. It's so and plus I only play like like you know I play five to ten hands with one dollar hands, and I get you know I'm like I'm bored. Well, yeah, of course. So and I'm up five dollars, but you know with the twenty dollar hands just not doing it. The secret, anyway, the, no, I like that though because I would say the secret of gambling, and I've always said this. You can get yourself in trouble, right, if you gamble too much money, right, yeah. because, like, you're getting that thrill. But if you don't gamble enough money, it's not fun. It doesn't feel like anything, right, because, to your point, if you bet a dollar and you win a dollar or you lose a dollar, you don't give a shit. Yeah. It's not enough to be an impact. You just go right now, if you bet, again. if you bet 20, yeah, it's a hit. if you win 20, you're like, yes. If well, you lose you, 20, you're like, fuck. What you don't have is when you lose 20, you're like, you know what? I'll put 40 in and get right. my money back. Right. That's where the what? thrill comes It in. doesn't happen. And then you put in 80 <laughs> to get your money back. And right. it just keeps going and going until you're broke. That's where your thrill comes in you because know? you have to bet enough so that if you win or lose, you'll feel it. Now, I've always said this about gambling, sports betting. It doesn't matter what it is. But, I mean... I've known this. I've gambled my entire life. I literally learned how to count on a deck of cards. My grandfather really? was a huge gambler, ran card games in Narstown, like old Italian oh, guy. So I would tell you this about gambling. Just This is a precaution for anybody that gambles. You will feel and remember your biggest losses way more than you'll feel and remember your biggest wins. You want to hear about a big loss I had? Uh, I think the last time we did the podcast, I apologized to the viewers Anybody to listen to my pick? Johnny Rom? No, it was Eric Anders. Oh yeah, how about that? that? You know, was boasting himself up as the underdog. Yes, and like Pagano, you know, he's on the chat, and he said it perfectly. I'm like, dude, he bet a thousand bucks on his, you know, on his fight. He's like, only a thousand? He's like, why don't he bet his whole check on if he's that confident? That's true. And I'm like, fuck, you know, the bet was already in, and and I uh, I took a hit on that, and uh, like I said, he put a thousand bucks on it, and I ended up seeing it. He, he lost. So, so so for you now, so you you got Boston, you got the hit on Boston. Now, for the series though, and the over, ba- nice. So Boston's up one zero. Celtics winning game two. You got Celtics winning game two as well. No, no, no. I, no, I, oh, yeah, I meant Golden State. Sorry. Okay, so Dude, I'm saying it's going six or seven. Okay, so who do you like in the series, Boston or Golden State? It's oh, a tough one. I mean, first, first when I first saw the series when it started, I, I you know, I was leaning Golden State, but Boston's playing good. It's tough. It's going six or seven, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess if I have to make a decision, you got to make a pick. I'll just do an opposite pick, and just if I'm right, I look smart as shit. I'm going Boston. All right. I'm glad you did because I still think the Warriors are going to win this yeah, series. I'm just doing the opposite. I, I like betting opposite. What I think, do the opposite. I like sometimes that. I'm right. So you know, one know one thing I heard about this about Game One, and you alluded to it, the shooting for the Celtics down the stretch was incredible. Yeah, right? they shot well. Draymond man. Green brought it up in his post game, kind of taking a little jab at the Celtics, like, "Wow, I mean, when you look at Smart and Horford, like, and." Jalen Brown, they yeah. went like 18 for 24 from three. Yeah, they were making their threes. That's not going to happen. And all guess series. what Tatum was doing? He was just dishing out the assists. Yep. Had, Tatum drew a lot of attention. He had and like those 13 guys, assists, or yep. he, he accounted for like 40 to 50 points or something. He did. So he, he's just like the facilitator, but, you know, watch game two. He, those might, guys, he, right. he might start shooting. If those guys are going to make shots, why Well, not, they've been right? getting open shots, and they're, and they're making them. Yeah. So, Rod says someday the Spurs will be good again. Spurs, in, you had your day, man. Yeah, they they were good for so long. They're in such a tough spot, Ron, because, yeah. I mean, ever since 
the Kawhi deal, right? When when they traded Kawhi, when he wanted out, they uh, traded him for DeMar DeRozan. That's why Earl was still thinking that DeMar yeah, DeRozan was. was down in San and Antonio. Who did, they, who did they get for that? Uh, the DeRozan trade. That was Kawhi for DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, but he got traded to the Bulls. He got traded to the Bulls, right? They, they, for what? I can't remember. Got a couple first-round drafts? Yeah, and like maybe, I want to say, well, Zach Levine's still in Chicago. It was There was a bunch of young kids, I think, that were going back and forth. Yeah. I'd have to look at the Spurs roster. To be honest, I haven't paid much attention to them. Yeah, I haven't it is hard to see, Ron, but when you get what happens with the Spurs are a good example because Ginobili, Duncan, Parker, yeah, all those Parker. guys got old at the same and, time, yeah. right? And then... But they were still so productive in their late years that you didn't replace them with young talent. Yeah. You had DeRozan there for like two years once Kawhi left, but you got it like they have to totally rebuild. And, and being a small market team, you have to hit in the draft. Like, look at the Mavericks. The Mavericks are, even though they're not a small market team, they've been bad forever. They made a couple of deals, but really they had they hit in the draft because they got Luka, right? Yeah, like, they, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now all of a sudden they're in the Western Conference Finals. Same thing. Look at the Phoenix Suns. Golden right? State hit in the draft. Well, that's it. They Good example. Clay Golden State. And Steph, right? Clay and Steph and Draymond. And Draymond. Yeah. The and big three. They drafted them. Look at Phoenix. Phoenix gets Devin Booker, right? Yeah. Well, who else? Well, uh, and then they well, trade. They got bridges. Chris I was Paul. pissed about that. Right. They got bridges. Yeah, we had it. Why the hell did we trade him? I don't know. He's a fucking Philly He's guy. Villanova. I guy. love that pick. I was at the yeah. bar and I'm like, I love that bridges pick. Villanova guy, and they. I don't. Yeah, and like a Villanova guy, he was so happy, and we just, you know, I just trade him. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like somebody liked them, or they got yeah. Phoenix liked them. Phoenix sure. liked them. Yeah, that, that sucks. Yeah. So when you're San Antonio, like it's really gonna rely on if you guys hit in the draft. Like that's gonna be it. I mean, that's yeah. most of the NBA teams, right? Because if you hit in the draft, then you can trade. Like you'll have guys who want to come in. Like Chris Paul wanted to go to Phoenix to play with Booker and the boys, right? So that's just how it goes. Well, their center is pretty good too. In Phoenix, they draft him. I, I, I forget his name, but yeah, I I do believe that he's homegrown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, I mean, is Popovich still at the Spurs? Yeah, Pop's still there. And then we'll move on. All right. Yeah, Pop's still there. Enough about the Spurs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So for the finals, Earl's going to take the Celtics. Yeah, just. I'm going to take the Warriors. So that'll be a dinner at Mendy's bet. Oh, dude, you know what I did? Um, You know, I was watching Seinfeld on the Comedy Central. That's all they do. They just—it's either the Office, you know, uh, Seinfeld. So I called it a late. So I went to Netflix and watched it again. I really. Got my knowledge set on that. It's called the soup episode. So he's, you know, Mendy's. He's like a nice restaurant, like Mendy's. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, so he bought the soup. You know, tried to get another fucking uh, dinner. And I'm like, okay, man, it, it all makes sense now. So, uh, and you said Mendy's, and I was like, Wendy's, right? Well, so that that was a great joke. Actually, I got to go back and clip some of that stuff, yeah, and put it together because so. At Buha and I would always make bets when we would do podcasts, and and it always just be it was a running joke. It became dinner at Mendy's. Yeah, so. I didn't get it, and Eric didn't get it. So Banya, what's his name? Banya, Banya, that dude, Banya, Banya, that dude's a trip. This doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. Doesn't count. Come on, man, you gotta get the sandwich. Get a sandwich. Oh, it counts. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't want. I already gave yeah, the suit away. Yeah, because you got the uh, Armani suit. Yeah, right? I, he gave me a nice Armani suit. Right. I already gave it away. Yeah, and uh, Kramer, he's, he's like, I'm gone. No fridge for me. <laughs> he's not doing the fridge. So he ran out of food. And, you know, he's coming over to Seinfeld's place to take his food and shit because he don't have a fridge. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Dude. That, that was a good one. Classic. I, I, I rewatched it. I'm like, that is a good episode for sure. So Ron said some trades I don't understand. The Bulls trading Butler. Okay, so actually, I can tell you about that. And I can tell you about a bunch of trades. <clears throat> so trades in the NBA really happen for three reasons. 
One, a guy wants out. Jimmy Butler yeah. wanted out of Chicago. So remember, Jimmy Butler was in Chicago with another star at the time, Derrick Rose, right? Oh, there was a point in time where the Bulls had a young, budding Derrick Rose, right? An MVP Derrick Rose, and Jimmy Butler was coming into his own. Both of those guys were there young, but they did not get along. Jimmy Butler, and I've talked about this before. Now, everybody, he's really riding high right now, right? But Jimmy Butler has had problems in his two previous stops before he came to Philly. And now, like in Miami, no. it's been okay because he's the guy. He didn't have a problem with Philly. We had a, ben Simmons had a problem well, with him. Well, more specifically, uh, Brett Brown loved, had a problem. Yeah, him well, and Brett Brown had a problem. But the fans loved... Uh, Jimmy Butler, but and, okay. And I do want to talk about. The, can I talk about the fans for a second? Sure. The one, the, the one organization that follows their fans is the Philadelphia Phillies. You know, the Phillies are like, dude, we do not like Girardi. Get him out of town, and they fired his ass. Okay, so so hold the that. fans were saying, yeah. are, are you getting hold to that, that thought? Right, I want to talk about, about that. fans and Philly. Yeah, and shit, and no, I'm I, like, I like that. Hold that thought. But the Phillies listen. You're and you're right, Ron. Rondo was a problem then too. Yeah. So so Jimmy Butler, like, pretty much. Jimmy Butler kind of killed the Bulls because he forced Rose out. Now, remember, Rose got hurt, yeah, and yeah. obviously Derrick Rose has never come back to what he was, which is a shame. Well, Jason Williams never – Jay Williams Jay, never came back after that right. accident. After that, yeah, the motorcycle That, that took out the uh, – That sucked the for the Bulls, Bulls too. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, but Jimmy Butler forced the Rose out, right, and then two years later forced himself out. So the Bulls were kind of left holding the bag because they picked Jimmy – over Derek, which at the time was the right call because Rose was hurt and never, unfortunately, never came back to what he was before he got hurt. Yeah. But Jimmy Butler wanted out of Chicago, and he did the same thing in Minnesota, I believe. So, like, they got reunited in Minnesota, and him, so Butler and uh, Rose got reunited in Minnesota for a brief time, and they, they patched it up, I heard. But Butler, again, forced his way out of there, too. He didn't want to be there. Um, and so he's had two rocky stops before yeah. he came to Philly. Now, again, to Eric's point, he didn't really force his way out. He just chose not to sign here, right? So it is what it is. To the Sixers. To the Sixers, yeah. yeah. He just chose not to sign he's here. He's like Miami. He's like, my, yeah, Miami was a good deal. Right, Miami I mean, was better for him. We all thought he was crazy. And it, it he's, been to, he's been to a finals, a finals and, a, and an Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he's doing pretty well down there. A lot there. better than the Sixers have done. A lot better than the Sixers have done. He's, he's done a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So, to Eric's point, I like this. So, you're right. And let's talk about the Phillies. Yeah. So, baseball, we're, Big cre news. we're creeping up to like a third of the way through the season, yeah. right? So, here is where baseball really starts to heat up. Because now you're starting to see like... Seasons take shape, right? There's plenty of season left, but a third of a season nothing to scoff at. The Phillies are probably the most disappointing team in baseball, they're, wouldn't you say? Yeah, they're a good eight to ten games under 500, and right? And the Mets, I right. I don't know exactly, they're, but they're, they're, on, they're doing pretty bad. I'll pull them up now, but the last time I looked, the Phillies were like, like yeah, 23 and 31 or something, like mm -hmm. seven or eight games under 500. And the Mets are way out in front in the East at like 31 and 18. All right, so the big question, is it the, uh, the manager's fault? I mean, well, guess what? They fired the guy. Yep. And what did they do last night? Ten nothing spanking of the Angels. Yeah. Well, Bryce went crazy last yeah, night. Yeah, he, he had a nice home. Yeah, Swarber had two homers. Yeah. Yeah, but you fire a guy, it shakes up the thing. Like, dude, you guys want to get fined or not fi fine, but you want to get fired or we're going to cut your ass. We need to see production. I mean, you know, if I mean, the hell, if you looked up and down baseball, um, the Braves are laying in the weeds too. The defending champs. Yeah, right. Well, so, they lost a free. Uh, the big thing with them, they lost Freddie Freeman. Right. 
but they're under 500, but they're still in front of the Phillies. So the Mets yeah. right now are like running away with the NL East. Again, it's early, but the Phillies, you know, <clears throat> we're hoping to see that this Girardi firing is the spark that they need, but they really need to get their act together. Yeah, who do we have? Rob, something Rob Anderson. The or bench Rob, coach Rob. is taking over, and Dave Dombrowski. I mean, I, I like Girardi, too. I, I really liked him as, like, a guy, like, a, as a person. Like, that, this was, like I'd see him talking to press conferences and everything, but, I mean, there's no production. I don't know. There's Nothing's happening. They're not winning games. You had two years in a row with a – dude, we're, like, a top five salary cap team. We're spending, you know, perfect example. Oakland A's, do they have a better record than us? Sure do. Oh, my God. Dude. They should cancel that team. Like they have a better record than us. Yeah, and we're and like I said, we're top five in money spent. Billy Bean, thanks for checking in, Ron. Appreciate it, brother. Get some sleep. Yeah. So I mean, the 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 whole. I mean, the Phillies, the Phillies decided to spend money, and it's not working. The te- the the roster's so talented. When you look at the lineup, you're like, how could this team be four or five games under 500, let alone seven or eight? Yeah, it's insane. And like it's just like they, yeah, I mean they're spending their top five money spending and they're not winning and just like well Unf- management's just like dude well we're trying we, over I here. mean unfortunately the manager is always the one who ends up taking the, the fall right yeah. the manager gets too much of the credit famously speaking of the A's in Moneyball right Art Howe is arguing with Billy Bean about playing Hatterberg right and yeah, all that sure. and then the A's go on that crazy win streak. Yeah. And the media is saying, "Oh, it's the calm, calming influence of Art Howe." Meanwhile, he didn't he didn't want to do any of that, right? He, he had no say in the roster building, right? Like he wanted to play Pena, so, and he wouldn't play now, Hattieberg, so they traded him. So, like the manager in baseball typically gets too much credit when you win and takes too much of the blame when you lose. Like that's just how it now, works. Now, did he build that team analytics? Is that what you call that? Or yes, that's just, yeah. the A's, yes. Hundred well, percent. Yeah, uh, Billy. What's his name? Billy Bean. Billy Bean. Yes. So that. So we started the. He analytics. really. Yeah. He really was at the forefront of analytics yeah. because the idea was right. Yeah. They at the after their big year where they lost to the Yankees in the playoffs, they lost a ton of talent. Now, yeah. if if you remember the A's yeah, teams, Johnny. You know they had Giambi. They had Giambi. They had Johnny Damon. Yeah, Damon. That's the guy I was saying. Johnny. Yep. And they had Miguel Tejada. And they had a good... Well, no, he was there. Tejada was there when they had the big win streak. Right, they lost Jason Isringhausen. That's the one guy I don't really talk about in that movie. Tejada. He was good. He was still on the team. They lost Isringhausen. Yeah, yeah, the pitcher. Yeah, so they had the big three they lost. And they they still had, like, Zito... Mulder. They still had their pitching staff. Yeah, they they still had... Like I said, yeah. They still had guys. Tejada was really good. Tejada also. Uh, That's like the same era of... uh, 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 Steroids, yeah. Well, like it reminds me of Jeff Kent that area. It was Jeff Kent, right? Jeff Kent, uh, San, Francisco, San Francisco, and it was Tejada. You know, and Tejada was good in his prime. Yeah, and he was on the A's. He was on the A's. I don't know how, well, homegrown talent. They drafted that's what him. it is, right? Probably but, what it was. Right. I mean, how the hell they get him? But so Billy Bean talks about analytics, and he said yeah. we can't replace. Like in the in the meeting, it's a it's yeah, that, like, that's a great movie by the way. If you if anybody hasn't Moneyball. watched Moneyball, you should watch it's, it. It's still probably on Netflix. Absolutely, you know, great. You, you know what I'm pissed about about Netflix? How what they got off was the, the Top Gun. I was trying to watch it last night because I was going to see the actual movie last night, but I was like, you know what? I'll just watch the I'll just watch the, old the original. One. And, and they got rid of it May 31st. I'm like you fuckers. You know, I'm like I'm trying to. Watch I'm sure. It. Yeah, but I'm sure you. I, I did watch it a few times already, but I'm sure you can get Top Gun for free somewhere. Not on Netflix. Not on Netflix, huh? Well, anyway, yeah, so we're talking about, yeah, the, yeah. the A's. But so Moneyball, so he, Billy Bean makes a comment that resonates 
for the yeah. basis of analytics when he's talking to the scouts right in the beginning. He's like, why do we want him? Because he gets on base. Because he gets on base. Because yeah. those guys are talking about replacing Jason Giambi, right, yeah. and Johnny Damon and their home runs and their numbers. And Billy Bean says, you guys are talking about replacing them. We can't. Yeah. We can't do it. We by, can't pay them. Right. We can't replace them player-to-player -player basis. But what we can try to do is replace them in the aggregate with other players yeah. with an on-base percentage similar to those guys. And that sort of is the crux of... And now, what happens that year is Carlos Pena was their best player, right? The first baseman. Yeah. And... Well, he was a rookie, too. He was, he was... And actually, speaking of coming full circle here, there's a scene where Billy Bean is trying to trade Carlos Pena. Yeah. You know who he's trying to trade him to? The Giants. And you know who the Giants GM at the time was? Dave Dombrowski. The Phillies now GM because he says no way. he gets he says get them get Dave Dombrowski on the phone and he goes Dave I got to trade Pena and he goes yeah. Dave Dombrowski goes what's what? wrong with him what's wrong with him he goes yeah. nothing he's an all star Dave like or, or, well, he's well, making the rest of my guys look well Jonah Hill's saying he's going to be an all star right and right? then he's an all star Dave. he is an all star <laughs> he's an all star Dave we just got to get rid of him right. so I can start Hattie so Burke. then he trades Pena to the Giants yeah it's crazy got Hattie in there yeah actually he doesn't trade him to the Giants he snakes him trades him to the Tigers he snaked the Giants. Trades him to the Tigers, but it's just yeah. funny, right? But and at the time, Ed Wade was the Phillies GM because he traded Jeremy Giambi to the Phillies. Remember that? Yeah, that was good. That was a big trade. Yes. Yeah, and he was all partying, going for, to Vegas for, and stuff for Mayberry. And he's like, "Who's that, Mayberry?" May yeah, uh, sure, that? okay. Well, he's like, hey, he was like, "Pack your bags, man. You're going to Philly. He, he's got a guy over there." Yeah, Ed Wade. Ed yep, Wade. Yeah, that's when Ed Wade. So that that's I remember Giambi over there. I was like, oh, he's got to be good. He's Jason's brother. Yeah, he stunk. Yeah, I mean, he's a talented kid, but he didn't give a shit. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what happened with him. That's what they said about him in the meeting. They were like, "Dude, he parties too much." Yep. And but he was, still, yeah. I mean, he made it to the big leagues. I mean, I mean, again, talented kid, but just didn't give a shit. Right? Just didn't give a shit for sure. You know, and and I guess he's out of the league. That's it. He's been out for a long time, and he never made big money. Never made an all star league. But Jason, I guess he took it serious. Oh yeah. Well, well plus steroids helped. Plus out, steroids. Right? Well, Jason got that huge contract from the Yankees. Yeah, that, monster yeah. contract. Yeah. He, well, the Yankees were paying everybody. Everybody. Well, 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 they got David Justice too. Well, and that's so. We'll move on from Moneyball after this. But famously, okay. one of my favorite scenes in the movie is they bring David Justice into the A's, and there's a scene in a batting cage where Billy Bean's trying to have a conversation yeah, with David Justice, that, yep. and he goes, oh, "That that's pander. That's for them guys, not for me." Yeah. And he goes, "Billy Bean goes to David Justice. So you think you're special, huh?" He goes, "Yeah. Well, you're paying me eleven million dollars. So yeah, I think yeah. I am." He goes. Nah, Dave, I'm only paying you two and a half. Yankees are paying you yep. eight and a half million to play against them. Yeah, for sure. And he's like, I ain't paying you to be the 25-year-old Dave right. Justice. I'm, I'm paying you for what you are now. Yeah, I'm trying to get every little bit out of you. That's right. And he did, I guess. That's I mean, a great team. Brad Pitt, great Billy Bean. Yeah, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's great good. in that movie. Fat Jonah Hill. Yeah, Fat Jonah Hill, that's right. But he, but he was good. He was great. He's great know? in that great movie. Great movie, you know. Very good movie. You still watch it on Netflix. Yep. All right, so one more topic I wanted to cover before we get out of here. Now, Are we talking hockey? No, go ahead. Now, Earl and I had an impromptu conversation post-last podcast that I wanted to talk about live because it's an interesting topic. Okay, I think I know where we're going here. It has to do with, we, we talked a lot of fighting last podcast, right? Like professional fighting, either boxing or more specifically MMA. And we yeah. talked about weight classes that you fight at, right? Okay, yeah. Now, Eric wrestled in high school. Eric's I, a wrestler. I, I do have so experience. So he's very experienced with this, and... The topic that came up was Joe Rogan talked about he wishes that people would fight at their actual weight or closer to it more so than like the heavy cutting of weight to yeah. fight, 
right? Mm-hmm. So Eric and I were having a conversation, and I said, well, Eric, what weight class do you think I would fight at? So... Uh- I'm like, yeah, you're like a 150-pounder-ish. Well, you said 165. 150. Wow. I could never get to 150. I, I could never make it to 150. I, I, I said 50-ish, so I don't know what the you weight said, is. You said so 165. Like, it, it's like 155, 165. Right. Because like I'm, I'm 5'10". Right now I weigh 195. Now yeah. I'm, I'm overweight. I need to lose weight. But, don't we all? Right, don't we all? But if I cut, right, like Cheers. I could... Yeah, exactly, as we're sitting here drinking. <laughs> but I could, I could easily get to 185, right? Like that's an easy cut. Yeah. The difficult part would be 175, but then the real thing that would kill me would be trying to get to 165. Because I yeah. said to Eric, I go, well, I probably actually may have to fight 175. And you're like, dude, you get thrown around. Yeah, you see sure. the guys that fight 175, and I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. Well, I said in college, I was walking around 190, and I, I was like, you know, just to have a day off or like a week off, right. I go to 65, and these guys are huge. Right. I, like, you can't move them. It's just like it's not even worth it. Yeah. it's they're Then t- when you got down to 57... It was like, all right, they're my it's size. More than your size. They're my size, and that's like when you go down that, you got two percent body fat. You know, you're sucking. You're cramping up. You're sucking. Well, wa- cr- you're scraping well, water off yourself in the, well, in the well, sauna. Well, it's called you're sucked out. You're sucked out. When you, you know, you're like a ghost when you hop on the scale, and that, and that's what you got to do. And once you weigh in, then you can. Do and then you, you just put all the fluids back in and whatnot, and and then you're then you're back to 180, fighting 157. Exactly. Well, look at Patty Pimwood. Right. He's like he's like 200 pounds right now, and he sucks down to like the 50s. He's a perfect right. example. Well, and DC, the guy we brought up was DC, right? DC, he fights at 205, which is light heavyweight, right? Yeah. But DC is my height, literally. He's 5'10". Uh, he's got, is he he, dude, he's 5'10". He's a big That's boy. That's what they lift him at. DC walks around at he's probably a, 250, 260, don't you think? He's a big boy. He's a big dude. And he's an amazing wrestler. Yeah, well, he's a world-class wrestler, yeah. right? But DC fights at 205, which is crazy, but again... But think about it. If he didn't, well, it was two hundred five or heavyweight. Right, exactly. That's the point. If he didn't cut to two hundred five, yeah, he would get tossed around at heavyweight. Yeah, for he's sure. too small. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's got to suck down. He's got to suck. That's why all these guys. Well, then you say, well, how come you don't have these guys? You know, just stay at the weight because there's always there's always going to be that one guy that's sucking major weight, and you're like, well, you know, he's doing it, so I got to do it. Exactly. You know, it's the one guy that you know that always will drop. Or you have, or you have a guy. Who defines a weight class? And there's there's two of them that I would use as examples right now. So you got you get a guy like Bones, right? Who fights two oh five? Who's six four? Yeah, right. So he just has such an advantage at light heavyweight because, and it's not even that big of a suck for him, right? Like he's no. kind of a freak. He he almost walks around probably two twenty, two fifteen, but he's incredibly athlete, like incredible fighter, yeah, probably the best light heavyweight of all time, yeah, right? Best of all time. I mean, is he making another appearance? They're talking oh, he's, about it. He's in all kinds of trouble, man. He's like he? a, he's a head case. Yeah. Well, they all are. Well, true. All the great fighters, you gotta be fucked yeah, up going in there and fighting in the cage, man. You're not wrong. But, you know, I, I, I always say, I always have my stories like, how come you didn't do it? I'm like, dude, I was watching, I was like 18, 19, like UFC 200 or whatever. I just see some guy's, you know, head right on the back of the fence, uh, the cage just getting pounded. And I pictured myself being that guy. Yeah. I'm like, imagine me getting pounded in the face up against the cage, man. That looked uncomfortable. It looked like, in, it looked like he was, the guy was in hell. And I'm like, dude, I'll be in that situation. Absolutely. And I'm like, I'm not, do- I'm not doing it. Not there you taking go. their shots. I'm going to work. <laughs> you know, that's what, <laughs> that was it, man. Because I pictured my, I mean, no one's going to be a Khabib. Nah. You know, you know like I, I knew I was good, but imagine, I wasn't that Imagine good. having to stand in front of McGregor. Like, Connor's arms are so long. Imagine him swinging at you. Like, yeah. you, I mean, you got to try and take him down. He was lighter than I would have been, though. 
I would have been. You think you? I you don't. He you don't. Like a, he's like a forty guy. No, what, no. What was no. his weight? They, they fought one fifty five. Did like. they? I'm pretty sure. So the fifties. Yeah, one fifty pounders are big. That well, now Con- he's walking around well, one eighty. Well, Connor. Sure. Connor's only five seven, but like he has those long arms. Yeah. I don't. You know what? I'll check that for next podcast. You could be right. Maybe they fight one forty five. I thought he was a lighter guy. I thought he was in the forties. Maybe they fight one forty five. I could 40, be wrong. No way, because. No he was, way. He was, he was a small guy. I'm saying, he wasn't a big guy. I'm saying 150s. All right. I'm saying 150s. Well, that's probably right. I yeah. mean, I could look because, it up, but I don't feel because like Because he went up a class to fight Nate Diaz. Remember yeah, that? Nate, and there's Diaz no way Nate big. Diaz is fighting in the that 150s. That might have been the 60s He was something. in the 60s when he went up to fight Diaz. Yeah, that's probably right. So yeah, I think he fights well, naturally he, he, like 150. But he was bumping up. Oh, sure. He had to fight Diaz. He put weight on, yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, you, you could tell. But look at that difference. Diaz is a guy who sucks, right? He sucks weight. Because yeah. he's big, and Connor couldn't knock Diaz he, out. He was trying to gain the weight to fight the guy. Exactly, he tried to gain weight to fight him, and he yeah. couldn't knock him out. So he, had he knocked everybody out at one fifty-five, but going up to one sixty-five, he couldn't knock yeah. Diaz out. It was a huge size difference. I mean, I mean, you saw uh, what's his name? Not Jake. Uh, Logan Paul was fighting Mayweather, and it just, I mean, yeah, he's huge. He just, yeah, it's just the size difference. It's huge. You know, he's yeah, he's like six foot one, two hundred yeah. pounds, two hundred twenty pounds. He's fighting uh, Mayweather. Mayweather's five eight. I mean, size one fifty five. That's what they say. Size matters. Oh, 100 percent. Well, that's why they have weight classes, right? Because you know, if you didn't, you know, but you gotta you gotta make it entertaining. You gotta make money, and then make some money. Yeah. The other guy that I was thinking of is Israel Adesanya, right? Like he's another guy who is very tall for his weight class. So like yeah. he has that advantage, like Bones does. Now he is on the path of being, like, the greatest in his weight class, but not close to Bones. Like, Bones has done it forever, right? Yeah. Izzy's a lot younger. But those guys, to your point, you either have the guys who crazy will suck weight, right, so that they can fight down and be bigger, or you have guys that, like, are just naturally able to maintain that crazy low weight, but they have the height and the length and then where it's like, well, you know. Here's what I'll say. It sucks. You know, it just is not, you know, you're just in a bit. Well, plus, I was hearing, you know, Rogan talks about it a lot. Plus, these guys got to do the... The press, uh, the press conversations, you know, the, like the interviews, they gotta talk. You're miserable when you're sucked out, you know. When they're oh my away, god, yeah, you're miserable. You're you're cramping up. You know, you you're won't starving, walk. Starving. You you're dehydrated. And it's like, hey, get on the mic and start talking. Yeah. And you're like, dude, I am not in the mood for this. I famously saw, uh, and, and then we'll get out of here. But I famously saw there was a fighter, and it's all over TikTok. It's like a clip of him. And he's eating pizza after a fight. And that's Patty. Yeah, Patty. And he's like, they're like, do you miss your six pack? He's like, fuck no. Yeah. He's like, when you have a six pack, when you're sucking away for fights, you're miserable. He's the perfect you hate example life. of like, he's walking around 200, like I said, and he's sucking down to whatever he is. Yep. A, a perfect example. He, well, he sucks down 40, 30 pounds. Absolutely. Or whatnot, you know, 100%. He's a perfect example. And it, I mean, well, they have a mindset, mindset when they get in that camp. And it's just it just purely work. Well, once well yeah. They, once, they, once they sign the contract for the fight, they just go in the, now. They just go in the camp. How common was it? Now, and that we're going we're going from two different levels, right? We're going from you're talking about like high school wrestling or next level wrestling to UFC, where yeah, these guys get paid. But how common is it for guys to miss weight? Um, rarely. I mean, it doesn't happen. I mean, you always like check your weight. Then it's like, all right, well, you're overweight. Why don't you go in the sauna and suck it out? How about high school? How often do guys miss weight? I mean, it happens, but the good rushers don't miss weight. I mean, well, like, of course. Like I said, they step on me before. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm over a, a couple of ounces. So they go, you know, so they start running. They put the bag on, start running, and it's no fun. You know, sucks. You're already sucked out. You're running on fumes, and then you keep running. 
keep running and you just gotta just sweat, sweat it more out. out and you're not in the mood for it <laughs> and but you gotta do it you just gotta suck your you know you just gotta suck your body you ever, out of every you ever, liquid you ever help somebody cut where you're like wiping their sweat off with a credit card and stuff no like, i have not i've seen that for fight prep where guys are like getting late and they're like five six pounds over still so they're oh. they're putting like the sweat gel on you know in the sauna yeah. and then their buddies are in there with them wiping that off so they'll sweat more right yeah. with a credit card so they get like that's well, miserable well i know the biggest story is uh, the, the the ultimate fighting championship the ultimate fighter this guy was like 20 pounds overweight really and he like sucked it in one day 20 pounds no shit they locked this guy in the sauna dude no oh, way i fuck. swear dude 20 pounds this guy oh, was about to die he was trying to get out of the sauna and they're like no dude five more minutes <laughs> five more minutes i swear i was it, there's some story i don't know his name but he was the, the ultimate fighter and he was 20 pounds overweight and he, he's just he sucked it he got it i don't know if he won but he sucked 20 pounds now there's an interesting and that's thing awful. that happens with ufc fights especially when they get a guy to try and fill in last minute, right? Yeah, that happens. If you guys miss weight, if like they get a, if so, let's say somebody gets hurt, right, before a fight, yeah, and they call somebody who's just on the couch, essentially, right? They're not prepping for a fight, so they're not sucking weight, and they say, "Hey, do you want to fight in two weeks?" Right? They get to suck, but they don't make weight. Now the opposing fighter can choose to to fight them if they don't make weight. Yeah. Like, well, it's not, well, or know, you can't fight one. I know Cormier was going to fight John Jones, and he had a positive drug test or something. He's like, dude, I mean, can we do anything so I can fight him? Bones did, yeah. Yeah, because Cormier sucked weight. He made the weight right. 205, and he's like, oh, come on, man. I did all this work. Yeah. And and, and I can't fight the guy? There's a, uh, there's a really good video of him and Dana White you know, when Dana White gave him the news, and yeah, it sucks. Yeah. You know, you want to fight. You do all this work in camp. Of course. You want to fight Especially guy. a guy like DC. Dude, he probably sucked 35 pounds. I was saying. He's sucking all this weight, and then Jones, you know, gets a positive test for stare. I don't know what he did. For but, something. But, you know, I don't know. But he's like, can we do anything? Yeah. Just get this thing. Well, going. that was I probably, the guy. I, I would like, if you, if you could find that, we can talk about the next podcast. That oh, probably it's definitely available. was White. out of Dana White's hands, right? Because that's yeah. like the fighting commission. Like, yeah. you failed your drug test for the fighting commission, so there's nothing I can do about it. And it was probably some statement. Might have been steroids. I don't know, or I don't know. I remember I don't know exactly what it is, but I remember watching the video. I of it. slightly remember that, and I remember it was like his test levels were up or something. It was like something. it was like a micro level, but it was enough that he failed. I remember that. Actually, let's look into that because I would like to talk about that next okay. podcast. Yeah, DC. I like DC. I man. love DC. So I, I he's love a great DC. commentator. Now. Yeah, incredible commentator. And, and, uh, I like Michael Bisping too. He's good, and that guy. That guy's a. Bisping's a psycho. That guy's, yeah, he is a psycho. You know why he's Bisping a psycho? Bisping is a psycho. This guy, this guy, here's a good story I heard on Rogan. So this guy would, uh, you know, he would fight damn near blind. You know, he had one good eye. I knew that. He had one good eye. You know, the other line was like blur. You know, <laughs> I swear. Yeah, he was like blur. So he had like eye damage from fighting. You know, it's like mm -hmm. who the fuck wants to do that? Dude. He wants to go blind fighting. Bisping. You know? I thought about that stuff. Like, dude, you go blind, you can get some serious injuries. Yeah, Bisping is an absolute psychopath, and his commentary is so good because he's got that old, you know, he's got the oh, accent. Oh, he got the accent. He's got the accent, He, he so can talk, so too. He's a good talker. Oh, it's great. You know, he goes out there and does interviews. and 100%. But he's got the experience and shit. Yeah, no. Well, well next podcast, we'll talk about game. No, not game, but we'll talk about uh, paying NCAA players. Yeah, so big, big conversation that we want to have. And we we'll got time definitely. For that. 
going to have a conversation about it. The NIL, things are heating up big time. Yeah. We were talking about transfer portal, right? You got coaches coming out talking about, I need $13 million to hang on my team. Uh -huh. So we are talking about that next yeah, we'll, week we'll for a, sure. We'll get our research in, and uh, we'll 100% talk about that. Cause we got, yeah, football season's heating up. Oh, yeah. We got we're, camp coming up in a couple weeks. Yes, sir. Football's so, going to start rolling around. It should be fun. We're going to get out of here. Thanks, everybody who hopped on the live feed. I know I did it at the beginning, but again, I'll remind you, all the From the Hill podcasts are available on YouTube, the iTunes podcast application, and Spotify. Make sure you click the subscribe button. So Make sure you put notifications on so that you know when they're coming out. Yep. Hit share. It doesn't cost you guys anything, but it really helps us out, and we greatly appreciate everybody that yep. listens to the podcast, that participates in the podcast, sure. that hops on the live feeds. We love everybody. We love yep. the feedback we get. It, it keeps us going. Yeah, you know, you know, we enjoy doing it. We would do it more if you're getting paid to do it. <laughs> you know, but Earl always likes to sneak that in there. If you, yeah, I mean, like, just, how come you guys don't go more? I'm like, dude, because I, you know, we do this because we want to. We do gotta it. work. Well, yeah, we enjoy, you know, talking and hanging out with everybody. But you know, this is a this is this is a fun hobby. That's right. So, but it's always great talking and seeing people talk. Yes, sir. But we're, we are gonna get out of here. I'm Swags. He's Earl. We'll catch you all later. All Peace. Right. Enjoy your Saturday. I'm feeling like this might be my